Hello, 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 everybody. Is that always how I do my intro? I think it is. I think I always say hello, hello, hello. Probably need to think of a new intro. What would be something really cool I could open the show with? Hey, everybody. Just kidding. Definitely not that. (laughs) Anyways, hi, everybody. Welcome to this week's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Tess. I'm here today doing a solo episode for y'all. I like to usually have a guest come in every week, but I think it's okay sometimes to also just have me talking about this week's current pop culture events, as well as what I'm loving and hating, and just to keep you entertained for the week. This won't be probably as long as my other episodes, so I know I have some listeners that tell me they just don't have time to listen to an hour-long episode. (laughs) And so maybe this can be the quickie that you all know and want, and it'll just take a little, what, 30 minutes out of your day to tune in and listen, and I hope you enjoy. It is a lovely freezing cold Tuesday evening. You're probably listening to this on Wednesday, I hope, or, or who knows, maybe later on in the week. But I'm very excited to be here this week and to go over kind of what's been going on in my life and what's going on in the entertainment world. It's crazy out there, (laughs) y'all. So to start off, I just wanted to quickly talk about the fact that I went to Newport Beach uh, two weeks ago. I went for one of my girlfriend's engagement parties. And I lived, which you probably already know, I lived in L.A., for a couple years. And I had my two best friends, Ben and Livia, that actually lived in Newport Beach for a couple of years themselves. So back in the day, I was spending like every weekend out in Newport Beach and I loved it and it's the best. So it was really, really fun to go back there and just see see that world again. I missed it so much. My friends and I were talking while we were out there And we're like, man, Newport life. This was the dream. We loved it so much. Being near the beach, just that whole vibe. You either love it or hate it. We loved it. It was so much fun to be back. I got to see a lot of my old friends from Los Angeles. They were also at the party and we got to reunite and it just was so much fun. Another highlight was I actually brought Ryan, my daughter, with me on this trip. So it was a mommy-daughter little vacation And this is the first time I flew with her by myself, and I was so nervous about it. I'm sure if you've ever traveled with little ones, you can relate, but it was just so much to think about. I had to pack for her, pack for me. I needed to pack the car seat. I needed to rent a car. You know, it was just a lot, and I was really stressed out leading up to it. And I'm proud to say that it was a success. Everything went totally smooth. We had so much fun. Ryan was a little trooper. It was only one night we were there, and she just had the time of her life. She was a good little girl. She really enjoyed it, and she was great. She can travel with me. She's at an age now where you know I just bring some coloring books, some snacks, maybe turn on a Southwest free movie, and she was happy. So it was such a great time. Really enjoyed it, and I'm very, very excited that I was able to travel with her all alone and accomplish that. Anyways, um, also, I wanted to quickly talk about how I just got an email yesterday. This is very exciting news that Taylor Swift is releasing more tickets for her upcoming tour. Now, if you know the drama, you know that 
there was a huge issue with the Ticketmaster sales and the codes that went out for the pre-sale, yada, yada, yada. Many, many fans didn't get tickets, myself included. I think I talked on my episode with Amanda how I had gotten the pre-sale ticket and I was so excited because I was hoping to get tickets. It's honestly never been a problem for me. I've gone to every single one of her tours since the Fearless tour a long time ago. And I've always logged on to Ticketmaster and got my ticket and just figured it would be that easy. And I was really excited because I had a pre-sale code, so I thought for sure I'd get tickets. Little did I know the shit show that would be purchasing tickets for this tour. It was madness. She crashed the site. They had to delay the pre-sale by a few hours. Then you just couldn't even grab the tickets fast enough. It was a mess. Oh, such a mess. I can't believe that happened. So I didn't get tickets, and I got an email yesterday saying that to verified fans, they're going to give us another shot at tickets. And what's interesting is I also read on a different platform that once you get in there to purchase a ticket, you just purchase them blindly. I don't know if that's true. I have to look into it more, but like you don't get to pick your seats. You just literally only get two seats, and they just give you whatever's open. So that could really suck. Like I'm going to be in the nosebleeds for sure. I'm happy if I get to go, but it's really a bummer that I couldn't pick my own seats and make this happen. I'm just so annoyed with the whole concert situation in general because Morgan Wallen, same thing. His tickets went on sale for next year, last week, for the verified fans. I had a code and everything, and Ticketmaster sent me an email saying, oh, sorry, too many fans. You don't get a presale code. You're on the wait list. Well, of course, I never got a code could never even try to buy tickets. So now I don't get to see Morgan Wallen next year. Well, maybe I still can, but as of now I can't. And I'm really freaking bummed about that. So that's the latest drama. I will let you know how it goes with this new um, Taylor Swift situation. And speaking of her, I want to quickly say happy birthday to my girl. It's her birthday today. So if you're listening, Taylor Swift, happy birthday. Hope you're having a great day. She made a post today that she is in the studio making music, the favorite way that she wants to celebrate her birthday. So that's always exciting. New music always. Also, as we all know, Christmas is just around the corner, which is wild. I can't believe it's like a week and a half away. How in the world did that happen? Don't ask me. I don't know. But I'm very excited for the holidays. I have all my Christmas trees up. I have three Christmas trees and I like to put them Um, in my room, Ryan's room, and then of course the living room. And it's just so festive and fun and cozy. And I fully support. If you want to put trees in every room of your house, you go for it. Don't let anybody stop you. You do you. And if you want that Christmas spirit in your kitchen, put up a tree. (laughs) Just kidding. But yeah, I finally put my tree up. I did it super late this year, but I did finally get it up. It's beautiful. I'm excited. I love the cozy vibes. And a little hack for everybody. You might already know about this, but Emily, my friend, told me about the timer plugs. And so I did that this year. And you can get them on Amazon. They come in a two-pack. You just plug in your Christmas tree. You set the time from when you want it to come on and turn off, and you walk away. You don't have to think about it. It's great. So mine's set to 5 p.m. to midnight, and I just come home. Tree is lit, and then it turns off on its own, and it's just the best. So highly recommend doing that. I'm excited to watch some of my favorite holiday movies. 
if you guys are into that. I'm not a big like Hallmark movie girl, but I do like to sit down and watch my favorites every year. Some of my favorite holiday movies are, well, of course, Love Actually. That's just that's just a favorite. I haven't watched it in a while, so I'm excited to watch that. Also, The Holiday. That is another great one. You got to watch that one. And Elf. Those are like my top three holiday movies that I personally love to make sure to try to watch every year. So excited for that. Speaking of Christmas, I don't know about you guys, but I think it's so funny. There's a meme going around right now just saying, holidays are around the corner. There's so much to do to prepare. So our school is going to send us a list of the craziest dress-up days that we have to do the week leading up to Christmas. (laughs) And I could relate to that meme so much because, you know, everyone's scrambling. Everyone's trying to make sure the gifts are wrapped and the gifts are even bought in the first place and the decorations are up and oh my gosh, there's just so much to do around the holidays. And then if you have little ones, your school sends out an email saying we're having dress up days. And I actually got that email yesterday for Ryan's school and it's so funny. So I have, so for her school, she's doing Monday, crazy hat day, Tuesday, Whoville day, Wednesday, ugly sweater, Thursday, pajama day. So Ryan has one of the four items requested. (laughs) So I have to get her a crazy hat, figure out Whoville, and get her an ugly sweater. I mean, how do you even find an ugly sweater for a toddler? I have no clue how I'm going to do that. I'll probably just put her like in a Christmas sweater, I guess, if I can find something and it won't be ugly. I don't know. And for Whoville Day, that really threw me off. And I had a friend suggest just do her hair in like quirky braids, I guess. So her dad will have to figure that one out. <laughs> So yeah, that's just, that is just the time of the year. Just a lot going on. I just had my office holiday party this last weekend and I just love an office holiday party. I don't know about you guys. Let me know what you think, but I just think there's so much fun. I have the honor. I get to plan our office um, holiday party every year. So it's usually just like a dinner, sit down dinner at some cool place And we have drinks for like the first hour and then we sit down and have dinner. We chat, we bond. We did a gift exchange this year, which was super fun. I think everyone really enjoyed that. And it's just good times. So if you are in the work holiday mode, I'm very excited for you if you love them like I do. I think it's so much fun. Okay. Well, now I've you know, brought you up to date with my life, but I wanted to talk about what's going on this week in entertainment news just to keep you in the know. First on my list, this just came out, I think, yesterday, but Dua Lipa and Jack Harlow could be dating. Isn't that wild? I'm so obsessed with this couple. If they are dating, they were seen together on a couple different occasions. And of course, the headlines are reading that they are dating. I don't know if it's really that official, but they're definitely hanging out, which is awesome. He actually has a song called Dua Lipa about her. So he basically manifested it for himself. And here he is dating her. I mean, what a dream. I'm going to write a song about Jack Harlow. Maybe I'll get to date him one day. (laughs) Do you guys think Jack Harlow is hot? I would say I do. And Truly, I think it's only because of the personality and the swag and the confidence. I think if he walked down the street, I would maybe glance at him and think, oh, that's a good looking guy, I guess. But really, like when you 
see him on the field, that's an inside joke between a friends, a couple of friends and I. But if you see him on the field, you're like, okay, Jack Harlow's hot. So I totally get the appeal of Dua Lipa wanting to date him. And she's hot too. So he's scored. He's definitely dating up, right? So that's going on. I'll keep you guys posted if they continue to date and how that goes. But I'm rooting for this couple. I think they are a hot couple. They make sense to me. I think they could have a lot of fun together. And we will keep our eyes on them for sure. Also, as you know, unless you live under a rock, Prince Harry and Meghan came out with a Netflix documentary finally. This has been talked about for freaking years now. And it finally came out this week. I think they dropped three episodes on Netflix. And there's a lot of buzz about it, a lot of opinions. So tune in on Netflix if you care at all. I actually only watched about maybe 20 minutes of it. That's all I've watched. So I can't give too much of an opinion on it. But I can tell you it's out there and some people are loving it. Some people are hating it. I think it's obviously very biased to making them look really good and tell their story and their side of things. And I think I think that's important that like when you're in the public eye like that and you have so many terrible rumors or like stories coming out about you that you should be able to have a voice and say what you want and tell your side of the story. And that's exactly what they're doing. And people say it's really boring. People are saying that they're being whiny bitches in this documentary. Boo-hoo. All this negative feedback. Um, I need to fully watch it to form an opinion. But I did see the beginning where they talk about how they met, and I thought it was so fascinating. He basically was scrolling his Instagram like, Prince Harry has an Instagram? What? They're just like us, celebrities. Who knew? (laughs) So yeah, he was scrolling his Instagram. And saw his friend with a girl with the Snapchat dog filter. And he was like, who is that girl? I must meet her. Like, if I could tell you how many times I use that damn Snapchat dog filter and no guy was ever like, damn, I need to meet her, let alone a prince. Like, come on. So, yeah, that's he reached out to his friend and said, who's the girl in your Snapchat dog filter picture? And (laughs) she set them up. They went on a quick like one hour date. They met at I think I think a restaurant in New York. I think Carrie was in New York, if I remember correctly. And they had a date for an hour and they hit it off pretty well. And she was like, I'm leaving town. Do you want to grab dinner the next night? And he was like, Wow, she's so forward asking me to dinner. And he said, Yeah. And they had dinner the next night. And it was an instant connection, instant chemistry. And from then on, they're just basically proving to the world how much they love each other. Not that any of us doubted it. I think we all knew how much they loved each other. But I thought it was really cool to kind of hear how that all came to play and how they met and stuff. And it's just such a unique way for a prince to meet his wife, right? Like it's so realistic in our world. So if you watch a documentary, let me know what you think. I don't know if you're a royal fan or how you feel about them, but I'm so curious to see what people are thinking about this. I know people are watching, so at least they're getting that exposure, which I think was their main goal. And my last story of the week that I want to talk about, Nick Carter from the boy band Backstreet Boys has been accused of sexual battery and rape by a woman, Shannon Ruth. Um, She's claiming he raped her and sexually assaulted her back in 2001. She was still a virgin. 
She still has emotional distress over this. She just basically couldn't get past it. And after all these years, she wanted to come out and tell her story and sue him. And a lot of people, I think, are saying, oh, my gosh, why did she wait so long to do it? It's been, what, 20 years? This is fake, blah, blah, blah. And I just want to say my opinion on this. I believe her. And I think it's really unfortunate that so many people are just leaving really mean comments about it and not supporting her. If she's coming out to say it's true, even if it's so much later, I don't think – I can see why she would do that because – Okay, for instance, Nick Carter has been accused of rape before, back in the 2000s, by, um, what's her name? Melissa Schumann. She was a member of the girl band Dream, and she came out a few years ago and said that he did rape her when she was 18. And she was also a virgin, and he just forced himself in the whole situation. And she felt she had to come out and tell her story to give herself peace. And also, so other victims would feel safe to come out and speak as well. And so that's already two people that have come out and accused Nick Carter of this. And I just think no matter the timeline, if he did this, he, you know, he needs to be brought to justice and there should be a case and a trial. And I know it's not guilty, not innocent. Wait, what is it? (laughs) Not guilty. Wait. Innocent until proven guilty. Wow, that was a struggle. I understand that that's the situation, but I'm just saying I think I think there's a lot of smoke, and so there's probably fire. And for those of you who may not know, Aaron Carter, Nick's brother, who now has passed away, came out a lot on his social media accounts and claimed that he knew of these sexual assaults and these rape claims. And that his family wanted him gone because they were so afraid that Aaron Carter was going to leak this about Nick. So I definitely think it's true. And I think it's really messed up that these stories can come out. And then Nick Carter like talks behind his attorney and says, oh, it's all fake. It's not true. It's BS. Like I think, I mean, he has to deny it. But at the same time, like you know when you look at yourself in the mirror if you're guilty or not. And you're just putting out to the public that you're not guilty. But what if he really is? I just think it's so messed up. ABC canceled Backstreet Boys holiday special. And I'm very much in favor of that because I just think Nick Carter had a very long, successful career, lots of money, really famous, and if he's out there committing these crimes, like he needs to be done. We need to cancel him. He's over. He can go, you know, do his time for the crimes that he committed. And it's just not okay. It's not okay. So I will keep you up to date with what's going on with his case. But I'm just really disgusted and really mad. And I hope that these women um, find peace with coming out about their story. Okay. So. That's that. I want to get into my favorite segment now of the podcast. So let's get into it. It's now time for More or Less with Tess. I did want to mention, I actually just finished season one of White Lotus because season two is out. The finale just came out of season two and everybody's talking about it. It's like all over. (laughs) 
And if you're not watching it, you feel left out. Like, what is this hype? Why is everyone talking about this show? So I finally watched um, season one, and it's good because there are a lot. There are one hour episodes, and there's only six, so it doesn't feel too overwhelming. You can definitely um, watch it in a day, you know, if you have that much time to check, but it's not long. So at least it's only six episodes. So I finished season one of white Lotus and I was not impressed. (laughs) People love it. I get it. It's a lot of different characters. It's dark humor. These characters are like really good actors and they all have their own story. I get it. But I just felt like every episode I was waiting for something to happen and like nothing was really happening. And then it ends the way it ends. And you're like, okay, <laughs> I could see them being nominated for like the actor and actress because um, the acting in it is really good. But as for a show that I would just be raving about, like I just don't think White Lotus is it. I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something. I have heard that season two is better. So I will watch season two just to see it and let you know if I think it's worth all the hype again because <laughs> My goodness, there's a lot of hype, and I was not impressed, so that's that. Anyways, that's not the that's not my more of the week. My more of this week is the TV show Sex Lives of College Girls, and I'm actually surprised how many people have not heard of this show. I've mentioned it to a few people, and they're like, huh? You know, but it's such a great show. It's not a reality show. It's like a comedy show, a real show. It's written and produced. Uh, one of the writers and producers is Mindy Kaling who you know from The Office and The Mindy Project and so on. Like, she's a genius. She's so funny. I feel like everything she comes out with is amazing. I used to love The Mindy Project. So this is her latest show. And it's basically kind of like Sex and the City for college kids in a way. Like, you have four women, four characters. Everyone can relate to at least one of the characters. And you just watch them live, you know, a normal college life. (laughs) Kind of normal. I think they do really good at following what college is like right now. The only thing that's really not realistic at all is the men in this TV show. All the college guys are like models and so gorgeous and so ripped. And I'm like, I don't think guys look like that in college. I mean, I'm trying to think back. Like, were guys that hot in college? (laughs) I don't think they were. I mean, college guys are cute or whatever, but like – Watch this show and you'll see what I mean. These guys are freaking models. They are so good looking. So the show, yeah, follows four women in college. They go to frat parties. They, um, you know, they all have their little, what's the word, personalities and what they're into. But the what's so great about it is the humor, the writing of this show. It's so funny, so enjoyable to watch. I laugh out loud like multiple times watching it. And it's not that often that you like I watch a real TV show where I'm laughing out loud. So it's great. Tune in. It's on HBO Max, so you need to have HBO to see it. And there's two seasons. The second season just came out, and I'm about halfway through. I'm all caught up, but I think they're releasing them like once a week or something crazy. I don't know, but it's so much fun, you guys. It's so enjoyable. Check out the show. I definitely love it. Can't wait to see more episodes. Okay, and now, like, what do I want less of this week? It was kind of hard to come up with something, but this was what definitely relates to me this whole year. I've had so many house issues this year. It's been crazy. 
So I want less house issues. If you're a homeowner, maybe you can relate. I am a homeowner and as fabulous as that is and how lucky I am to own a home, it's a pain in the ass. This year alone, I've had my water heater go out. I had to get um, all new walls installed because of it. I had to get all new flooring. I, what else? Um, the pl- I've had plumbing issues. And then this other day, my heater went out. I woke up and there was no heat. And if you know Reno, it is 20 degrees or less. It's freezing cold. So yeah, I'm just over. I just can't believe how much has gone wrong <laughs> with my house this year. And I'm so completely over it. And it's a pain. So I hope the new year coming up, my house will be good to me and I won't have so much drama, please. So yeah, that's what I want less of. And well, that's what I've got going on this week. I told you guys this was going to be a quick episode, just something you could quickly listen to. I will continue to have guests on next week. They're going to be really, really fabulous. So I think you're going to be excited when you see who's coming on the show. But I can't wait. I hope you guys – I'm going to have an episode drop before Christmas. So this isn't like a Merry Christmas episode. But I have a lot of fun things um, coming up in the future, like a New Year's Eve episode where we're going to talk about what our resolutions were and if we accomplished them, what we manifested for the year, what came true. And I think that will be a really fun episode to record. And I'll also do a little recap of my favorite things for the year what I wanted more of and less of, like top top things for 2022. So that should be really fun. All right, everyone. Well, that's going to wrap up this week's episode. I hope you guys all have a great week ahead, a really fun holiday-filled weekend, prepping for all the craziness that is the holiday season. And we will see you guys next week. Thanks so much. Have a good one. Bye.